0: Welcome to the Trek Convention Podcast. Thank you for joining us. As always, we'll be discussing all the latest convention updates, our favorite Trek headlines, and discussing everything we know and love from the Star Trek universe. All, of course, from a fan's point of view. And in this episode of the Trek Convention Podcast, it's nearly here. Four days until the Las Vegas 56 year mission convention. We'll give you the rundown of who the final list of guests are, and what we know so far about the schedule. All this and more on this episode of the Drug Invention Podcast. Hey, Jenna, how are you? Bill. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I guess we're just screaming our names now. Bill. Uh, Jenna, Bill, oh, Jenna, Blink. Let's not forget Blink. We love Blink dashing. Um, Nobody knows who Blink dashing is. Wait, you've got to explain who Blink is. For those of you uh, listening to this as a podcast, the transcription that other little tab links out when Jenna or I speak, and when it's Blink, it says Blink handsome, uh, dashing. Sorry, <laughs> I always forget if he's dashing or handsome. He's dashing. Blink. Blink dashing. dashing. He would be very. He's got an English accent. He is. He's very British. Apparently, he wears a men's petite. He asked for a T-shirt, and that's what he wears. So, But, yeah, so it's all uh, about the, uh, the Las Vegas convention. We are r- literally down to the wire. Um, I lit- literally am packing, like, in all earnestness today, uh, making sure everything's washed and cleaned. And just so you know, Check with your airline if you're flying in because they seem to make what's an acceptable size for luggage smaller and smaller and smaller. They're down to like 22 for carry-on, 22 tall, like 14 across and 9 deep. Just so you know, I happen to just look it up because I want to make sure. I have to bring my smaller bag with me this time, so a lot more stuff to pack in. Um, So as far as the guest list, have you looked at the guest list lately? I haven't. I have. Uh, One big name that I think is very exciting and, and certainly going to go on my photo op list, assuming you can get them, is Melissa Navia from Strange New Worlds. I think she's referred to as a fan favorite.
1: She is a fan favorite. If not, she should be. Yeah. She damn well should be.
0: Yes. Is there no justice in the world? Uh, also, Greneth Walsh has joined the list. She's the She's the 132nd guest on the list uh she is Beitor of the uh duras sisters um and who else is new somebody else was new oh celia rose gooding the newest latest shiniest youngest lieutenant Ahura from also from strange new worlds which uh i think is very very cool that she's uh, able to make it. We had quite a few people drop out. I say quite a few, not nearly as much as last last year, um, but there have been a, a few dropouts. But let's go back to uh, who's been added, um, whose name I can't find right now because I am unable to speak and point and look all at the same time. Um, yeah, Celia, Ro- Cel- Celia Rose Gooding. Nyota Uhuro from Strange New Worlds. She'll be on stage Friday. So very exciting about that. Um, And as far as folks that have dropped off, it looks like there's quite a few from um, Discovery. Um, I don't know exactly why, but, uh, well, first one on my list is not from Discovery, but Ethan Phillips is uh, not able to attend. Uh Ronnie Rowe is uh also not able to attend. And uh Mary Weissman, all from Discovery, as well as also David Benjamin Tomlinson, who won't be able to make it either. Uh and Shasad Latif. Wow, it's just like all Discovery people. And then uh he was just added like two weeks ago and now he's dropped out, is Paul Wesley. Uh he plays the new Kirk in Strange New Worlds. So that's uh that's what we know, which is too bad. Anyone in the on the uh, dropout list that uh, you would have photo oped with?
1: I would have liked to have seen the new uh, Kirk. Yeah, What it was his name again.
0: His name. Let me just scroll. Is uh, Paul Paul Wesley?
1: Paul Wesley. Okay. Well, he's dead to me anyway. <laughs>
0: Dead to me, He's if he's not Mark Alimo, he no longer has a pulse. Yeah,
1: what's the deal there? Is Mark Alimo just not coming to these things anymore? I don't is he too know. too old?
0: I, it's not a nice thing to say. Well, uh, he is pretty old. Yeah. I'm older than he is. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know. You would have to uh, call his, his agent uh, or him. Just call him. Pick him up. I'm sure you guys I'll are. will call him up. Yeah. You probably just text him. You guys are close, right? Um, but, yeah, so that's what we have uh, for that. Um, there isn't a schedule per se. There was an article in uh, Trek Movie uh, site, which you read as well, yes? Um, yeah. Sorry to wake you, by the way. Sorry.
1: <laughs> that was a big yawn.
0: Yeah. Good job. Uh, so, yeah, there was a really good article going through um, – a lot of the details of, uh, um, it, well, start at the beginning. It's an interview with Gary Berman, who's one of the owners of, uh, of Creation Entertainment. Um, and it's, uh, it's a good gar- article that goes into a lot of the details. They do point out that their, their tickets are nearly sold out. Uh, speaking of which, I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but tickets are no longer available on the site And uh, I don't know if they have a phone number for it, but they do say that there will be a limited number of tickets at the event. So it sounds like it's sort of an in-person purchase opportunity. Uh, One of the things that uh, Mr. Berman, I can't call people by their first name if I don't know them, but Gary Berman mentioned is that Bally's is smaller than Rio as far as their event space. So um, I, I think normally they have a lot more general admission tickets and things like that that they can, you know, yeah, a lot more rows, uh, and they're saying they don't have that here. They, he also pointed out that that was one of the 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 things, because the interviewer had said, well, can't you just add add more seats and sell more tickets? And he's like, well, we don't sell tickets uh, if we don't have seats. Uh, and he mentions that was one of the issues they had with with CBS as far as the the licensing, which is one of the, the reasons they are not, not licensed, uh, which may also explain the sort of... Bizarre pricing model for the uh, licensed uh, convention that we talked about early in the year. I know next year it's in Seattle. I forget where it was this year. Um, But remember we talked about it. They were seemed really expensive. And like you, even if you have a seat, you may not actually have a seat. And right. It it was a little odd, which is why for myself, if I buy a ticket and it's that expensive, I want to make sure I actually have a seat. So, uh, creation apparently does it the way I would prefer, which is if I buy a seat, I've got a seat. Uh, if I paid for it and I never actually sent it, I don't want them selling it to somebody else. Um, but they did say that the, the, the space is smaller. And they also pointed out that uh, the question from the interviewer was Will Rio be renovated in time for next year's convention? Because I guess the plan is to go back to Rio um, because it's being gussied up. I had heard a number of stories about Rio including it had been sold um, it was being demolished for another sports arena um, but apparently I don't know if it's been sold or not but whoever owns it they, uh, they're they renovating whether it's still Caesars or whether it's somebody else uh, they're renovating it and making it new which was I think when we spoke that was one of my biggest concerns about Rio is that it was just Kind of out of date. Um, the rooms were okay. The space was nice and big, uh, but the experience, as far as like food and uh, entertainment, you know, they have the one or two bars and they have like I think you can count about five, five restaurants. So it was it was a little it, it needed to be refreshed, which sounds like what the uh, they're doing with it. But I thought that was interesting to going back to the Rio. Uh, you were how many years did you go to Vegas? Was it I forget? I know. We went once, but it might have been twice. No, just once. Just once? Okay. must have been the San Francisco one I think we went to twice. Yeah, because there was one uh, at the hotel in Union Square, and then there was one out by the airport in San Francisco. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm just babbling now, and I've lost my train of thought. But it sounds like we're going to the, to the Rio, but not this year. Uh, and maybe not next year if they don't... They don't finish the renovations in time. But I thought it was interesting that the space is smaller at at Bally's because I never did get into that space when I was there sort of reconnoitering. Um, Reconnoitering, that's a big word. (laughs) It's probably very hard to spell, like liaise. So back to the schedule. Uh, One of the things that was mentioned again in the article is they're going with an app this year for the schedule. Unfortunately, they don't. Tell, they don't say which app they're going to use, or I'm sure we'd all be busy downloading it right about now. But they do point out that uh, pre-registration uh, at the Palace Meeting Rooms uh, starts at 3 p.m. on uh, Wednesday. Um, sorry, 3.30 on Wednesday for gold, and then 5 for captain, and then 6 for copper, and then everybody at 7.30. Uh, gold obviously start at 3.30 and they can go anytime during there and same for, for each of the other uh, levels. Um, and you can go to the vendor room the day, be, the day before uh, as well. Uh, gold can go in at 6.00, um, gold and captain can go at 6.45, 7.30 for gold, captain and copper, and everybody can get at 8.15. Um, but I don't think it stays open much past 9.15, so it's kind of a dash and go as far as the, the vendor room. But if you get there on Wednesday... You can go buy stuff. Uh, and then Thursday is like the, the day the actual thing starts. 8.30 in the morning, the vendor room gets set up, and at 9 a.m. vendor room is open. And the registration for gold starts at 8.30 a.m., 9 for uh, all convention patrons. Um, all full convention patrons, rather. That means if you've got a, the four-day pass, you can go in at 9 and then 10 for, uh, for everybody. So like I said, this schedule is just sort of the, the mechanics of it when the vendors and are open and um, when you can register on a day-by-day basis. But there's nothing about the, the particular um, guests or appearances or any of the panels or anything like that. At this point, I'm just packing. So many things to pack.
1: Packing. <laughs> packing
0: all the things. All the things I own that I might need. Um, uh, bearing in mind, I think we mentioned last time there is a CVS like downstairs from the, from, from Bally's like just up the street. Um, so if you forget anything, you can always go there with, with everybody else, by the way. Uh, it's a very popular place.
1: So I found it interesting on that article to go back to that article that you brought up. Um, it was interesting how they said they lost the, um, the Star Trek, um, official license mm-hmm. basically talking to they didn't go into re really in-depth reasons why they lost the license, but it was interesting to hear them talk about it. And that one sci-fi general sci-fi right. um, convention that they did this, they said it didn't, didn't work out as well as their pure Star Trek or pure supernatural ones. Right. And so they, you know, yeah,
0: yeah. Those were the they did like Mission Chicago and Mission New Jersey yeah. and sort of the mini, the mini, <laughs> the mini ones, uh, um, which again I was intrigued by because I thought, oh, okay, this will mean maybe there's more Star Trek. There'll still be Las Vegas, but if you live, you know, in one of those cities and you're like, either I want to go get more Star Trek or I don't want to go to Las Vegas, you had an opportunity to sort of go to a little a mini or con. Uh, but it sounds but like.
1: apparently, it, they didn't work.
0: Yeah, and COVID didn't help because it was supposed to. They were supposed to be scattered over that that year, uh, and half of them got canceled anyway. And it sounds like people just didn't go to the other one, so um, which is fine because um, I mean, I, I I don't mind. I've been to a lot of like science fiction, quote unquote, conventions uh, in my life, and they're and they're they're good. But I, I do think focusing on this franchise in particular, given that it's gotten so much push lately from Paramount and there's, what, five, six shows now, Picard? I mean, not to mention all the reruns from, like, all the way back to 66, 65. Um, there's just a lot of it out there. Um, he did point out, I think, too, also in the uh, article that the connections to the original series are getting, like, weaker and weaker as far as the number of people you can have on stage, because they mentioned they had a somebody who had worked for, for Roddenberry who had been on the show uh, as a as uh, as part of the production team, and um, those connections are starting to fall away. And as we as we know from the recent passing of uh, Nichelle Nichols, the number of of uh, performers, actors that were on the show are also getting to be uh, a little less. So, um, but um, he brought up again the uh, the Ricardo Montalban um, homage, as well as uh, the fact that the the Roddenberry team I think are bringing some clips from. Uh, about uh, Nichelle Nichols, and uh, I think Creation is doing something similar as well because they had like a 30-year relationship with them, according to the article, with her brother. Uh, I did notice that they mentioned they're working on a Warner Brother theme. They're working with Warner Brother on yeah. another franchise. Now, I know they have Game which of Thrones. Which is very Thrones. interesting. Yeah, they have Game of Thrones, which is a Warner Bro- Brother property, but they've already announced that. He made this one sound like he couldn't talk about it yet. Which makes me curious as to what, what it could be. I know you would like well, it to be Harry Potter.
1: I would like it to be Harry Potter. Um, to see an official, but I don't know how well those guys would do Harry Potter. Yeah. Would have to see. Yeah. I know Yeah, I'd love to see a full blown Harry Potter, official Harry Potter convention.
0: Yeah. I know they do Stranger Con. I think we were talking about earlier about what age group would be Harry Potter uh, fans. And as you pointed out, they're kind of all over the spectrum as far as like age groups. Uh, yeah. Stranger con, I think, I, I think because all the, uh, the, the actors that show are of course young, um, they're young, younger kids. And I would expect the show to maybe skew that way, but I don't, I have no idea. They, they, that one got moved a couple times as well. Uh, I thought about going in and then I think they moved it at the last minute. But um and they're pricey.
1: How pricey are they?
0: They're so pricey. <laughs> I can't afford a photo op. Would you have a photo taken with uh with one of the younger actors from uh from a franchise? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yes, I would. All right.
0: And I by the way, speaking of the next convention on my list, I got my tickets for LA Comic-Con. Really? When is that? That is uh, every episode you ask me a question I don't know the answer to and have to look it up. So Good, Could you do <laughs> the
1: same thing to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'll cut that one out. I'll, this one I can't cut out. Um, well, let me go to the events calendar on Trek Convention uh, and see when the next one is. Well, the next one, the next one um, is D23 for Disney, which is, um, which is the September 9th StrangerCon Con which is in Illinois, is uh, October 8th. Hollywood show is October 21st. Xena, November 18th. Um, oh, the Fan Expo San Francisco, which I think I've been to back when I lived there, is November 25th, which is right around Thanksgiving, which seems problematic. But LA Comic-Con is December 2nd. Um, wow. Yeah. And um, I know right. it's right. It seems like far away, but I, it's almost September, which is creepy. Uh, and the Game of Thrones uh, uh, convention that uh, Creation talked about is, uh, is December 9th. Um, and the L.A. Stra- uh, Stranger Con is uh, December 17th. So, and after that, I don't think, I, don't, I haven't seen anything. There might be, uh, oh, yeah, the Star Trek Mission Seattle is in May of next year. That's the one that's officially sanctioned by, uh, by CBS and, and Paramount. So, uh curious to see what their uh their ticketing structure is like this year. Maybe they've kind of cleaned it up a little and made it a little easier. Well, that's all we know so far about the convention so far at this point, which is the next time the next time we do a uh a podcast, it'll be over. Actually, no, honestly, the I no-
1: remembered my question, which is are you going to podcast from the convention?
0: Uh I was just going to mention that that yes, I'm going to try. Uh, I have a, a, an iPad, which seems to work. I, I have uh, Blink, of course, is going with me, so that'll be fun. Good old Blink. Yeah, Blink Blink, dashing. He goes wherever I go. Uh, remember, Men's Petite, if you're buying him a T-shirt, that's what he wants to wear. But uh, yeah, so we're going to try to do a few uh, daily updates from the convention. Uh, we'll see how that, uh, that all pans out. I seems to work in rehearsal, but you never know when you get on scene so uh that's what uh that's what we're going to do uh so the again four days for the convention literally packing as we speak um if you need tickets you may be out of luck there at the event if you're local you can swing by and see what they've got but no promises from the folks at creation so uh we'll let you know what's going on at the convention from the convention And uh, I think that's it for this episode of the Trek Convention Podcast. Do you have anything else to add, Miss Jenna?
1: What? That's it.
0: That's it? Well, yeah, that's it. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye, everyone.
0: Bye-bye. Are you enjoying the Trek Convention Podcast? Why not follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram? Just look for Trek Convention. And for convention updates, convention photos, and merchandise, head to trekconvention.com. I'm Blink Dashing, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in Las Vegas.
1: The Trek Convention Podcast is brought to you in part by .com's agogo. .com's agogo is your one-stop shop for domains, domain hosting, Branded email and more. No matter where you are in the galaxy, make sure everyone can find you with your own unique domain. Dot coms a go go, connecting you to the universe and helping you go boldly. Go to trekconvention.com/sponsor for rates and deals.